party. Hey, Megan. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Can't complain, I guess. Sun is in the sky. <laughs> sky, sky is blue. No rain today. Birds are singing. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Yeah. Let's uh, watch Sky Wizards. Fuck! And now this is all part of the intro. Hello. I hope Senpai will notice me. Go play Yandere Simulator and tell me how it goes. Fuck no. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Dub Talk. The podcast where every episode a group of otakus and weird peoples get together and give their opinions on a recent English dub announcement or review an English dub for a series that was recently released on DVD and Blu-ray. I'm Stephanie, and joining me tonight are, as always, Hardy and Megan. Ah! <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh god. Um, I feel like Doctor I think I think we need like the two people from Jurassic Park cresting the hill as they see all the brontosaurus. That's what I just channeled. <laughs> oh my god. Um so as you can probably tell, um tonight we're gonna be tackling the third and final broadcast dub from Funimation's new double tog lineup, uh Sky Wizards Academy. Why? <laughs> It, what, don't you ask, it was your idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, um, Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, I don't go- like it any more than you do. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true, but you were the one who still suggested it. What anyway. we've got here is <laughs> failure to communicate. <laughs> okay. What we also have here is failure to be, on a, be an original anime, but that's another story. Oh, exactly. <laughs> um... Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's not derail too much. Um, as always, we're going to go through the press release with the official cast announcements, give our opinions on it, as well as our impressions of, what What did we watch, the first three episodes of the dub this time? Oh, you guys watched three episodes, I watched like, the first one, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I, I suffered I am the weak, I tapped out. I suffered through three. Luckily, the announcement itself is kind of small... Um, That's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> That's a dick joke. So we're going to be able, we'll make it through this. And we may talk about a few additional roles that weren't on the press release. Um, but we're heard, at least in the first few episodes. And this episode is probably going to devolve into a master cl- massive clusterfuck, like Seraph ended up being, or potentially worse. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, considering how Seraph went for us. Okay, Seraph was hysterical. <laughs> Doesn't mean it wasn't a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. And full disclosure. None of us both. like this show. Yes, none of us like the show. See, Nobody Ma- made predictions. Nothing. So <laughs> Megan made- at least liked Seraph of the End, and we at least had some input on who we wanted to see. This time we are going in completely blind. Essentially, yes. And Seraph of the End at least had a sniper rifle that shoots tigers yes if that if yeah. sky wizards had a sniper rifle that that shoots tigers or a gun in the shape of a chicken but <laughs> no Tokyo no we don't have Nor anything does the like show have ian sinclair hijacking a car and then micah crashing it into things and then what was it aaron roberts, roberts crashing, crashing planes. planes eric Vale being a pedophile let's not talk about that <laughs> 
You're never going to live it down, Steph. I'm sorry. Not until something better comes along. I won't be able to if you keep reminding me. Anyway, um, the point is, we may badmouth the show, but we're going to try our best to talk about the actual performances in the dub, (laughs) not just the show, and kind of critique the performances instead. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not going to badmouth anybody in the show because everyone needs to do their jobs. That's true. This is not, to all the actors in the show, you know, this is not offensive to you, but this is this show is not good. Yeah, it, it just, admittedly, it is not. this show, unfortunately, is not the best. I've said, I said this with the gangsta episode. I don't understand why Sky Wizards Academy and Prison School are on the double talk lineup. Although Hardy would probably tell me otherwise in terms of prison school, but mm. and, and hey, my that, point kind of still stands. <laughs> right, anyway, and we're, we're doing this for you guys out there. Yeah, yeah. love Cause, us because because we're like we should cover all of the double talk shows, regardless of you know whether we like them or not. Regardless of so, whether they make us physically ill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we, because we love you guys, so we're we're putting up with this stuff for you. I love you, random <laughs> citizens. You better you better appreciate all the horrible things oh, we God. do for you. It's because of you I'm watching School Days. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of you I'm going back through Diabolic Lovers at one point. <laughs> Me and it's too. because of and it's because of Noah that I eventually have to go through Food Wars. Um, Food Wars is good though. I will admit that. What? <laughs> Where does um, this come stop from? Stop the presses. Fuck Sky Wizards Academy. <laughs> Steph, you betrayed me. Well, he- You were the chosen one! I I made a deal with Zenith that if he watched Arslan, I would watch Food Wars, okay? I've made him say that Arslan is good. He likes Arslan now. So, so you're telling me <laughs> that's that the I thing can... I cared about, and surprisingly, I should not have skipped Food Wars before, but anyway. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that I can dupe Zenith into watching shit very easily. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, last I knew, he's supposed to be getting through Bacchano, so. Oh, and he's supposed anyway. to be getting through uh, High School DxD because he made that deal that with me That is true, too. All right. Anyway. But, um, so, so what you're telling me is I can get him into Carco. Maybe. We can't make any promises. Anyway. <laughs> So much derailing, and we haven't even touched the actual topic of today. <laughs> okay, we're gonna let's try and get through this without derailing a whole freaking lot <laughs> and bad mouthing everything. <laughs> we're gonna try. So, the first things on the press release: ADR director and the script writer, and we may as well just say we're just we may as well just reveal these as we go. Hi, Mom! <laughs> Since, again, we didn't make predictions. So, the scriptwriter, I'm starting there. Uh, Monica Real. No Not Mom! There. <laughs> no surprise there. The ADR director, however. Big surprise. Felicia Angium. Hi, Mom! Um, and this is her first full-fledged directing gig. Um, last season, she also direct, she was the assistant director with uh, for Mike McFarland and Blah Blah K Battlefront. All things considered, mm-hmm. for as generic and unoriginal and under unentertaining as this show is, the dub is surprisingly listenable. It is, and it make it, it works. Um, personally, and especially for Felicia having like a first time thing. Well, then again. She she helped Mike McFarlane with Blood Blood K Battlefront. I would say that's probably the best person to learn from 
that is true. kind of thing. I, think, I still think BBB is the best broadcast dub that's come out so far in terms of... It's definitely up there, I would say. Yeah, I would definitely say it's up there, too. So it's not like she... I mean, we don't know how many of the episodes she helmed on, too. Mm-hmm. This is true. I would, I would think that, because while that was going on, Mike was writing and acting show by rock. This is also true. So, and Felicia was only in Sarah? Yeah, Felicia, she had Sarah. Um, oh, Mike McFarlane was also doing um, the narrator of Arslan. But I don't AKA know she... the bird, AKA, AKA Buggy the Clown. The clown. Buggy the clown. <laughs> I would say that this takes place in an alternate part of One Piece, but obviously with the flying skybugs, this is probably somewhere in World Break, Absolute Duo, and or Strike Witches. Oh, yeah. probably. Yeah. Oh, why, why are we, yeah, just... And it's probably every single light novel adaptation secretly has ties to the same world. That's why yeah. everything is exactly the same and there's no ingenuity. Okay, that's the that, that point is both fair and not fair. For as much as we rag on light novel adaptations, all of us at least really always highly praise one show yeah. based off a light novel. Well, let's just be fair. There are probably all extra dimensions available in Sword Art Online anyways. Because that's the granddaddy of them all. Fuck Sword Art Online. Mine. Yes. Just in general, fuck yeah. Sword Art Online. Yeah, by the way, guys, we all don't like Sword Art Online. Anyway. Hint, hint. hint. Yeah, <laughs> major hint. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Good old Anime America drinking game. Drink whenever Megan bashes Sword Art Online. <laughs> anyway, um, going to Monica, because she has a lot of script writing credits. She has credits for script writing for... Uh, let's see. Birdie the Mighty. Woo! Uh, a good amount of fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Full Amount of Alchemist. Which episode? Hey. The first one um, or the Brotherhood? Uh, the original, and it does not say which episodes. Uh, Probably we think there was maybe a... towards the Dante, the, the stuff with Dante, because she played Potentially, Dante. yeah. Um, I would think, because, um, there was a lot of scriptwriters involved in the original. Uh, she also did the script for Level E, she did the script for... Four, um, Nabari no O, as well as the ADR director. I did not know that. Um, uh, Sankara Undying Love, Space Dandy. She did a couple of scripts for the show. Uh, she basically helped script all of the glory that was the ghost stories, though. Oh, there's, that's that's an impressive feat. Yeah, there's also Tokyo. And by cool. and by and by and by writing that, I mean they basically all improved it, and it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> There's also Tokyo Ghoul that she helped write the script for. Oh, should I tell Hardy that what I found out today? What? <gasps> oh, do it. Okay, because we're talking about Monica and Monica's script for Tokyo Ghoul. I actually found out Aaron Dismuk wrote a couple of the episodes for that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Aaron Dismuk has a writing credit on one of the episodes. I was like, what the fuck? Huh. This is for the first season because she was marathoning the dub of the first season. I'm not done with it yet. I'm, I think I'm on like episode six. But yeah, she told me. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, my jaw dropped. I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? Anyway, in Groot can now apparently Groot can say more than I am Groot and scream like Leo. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but anyway, in terms of the script, it's considering the, the, the it's, considering the content of the show, it works. It, well, I mean, it only works because we've heard this exact same script a million yeah. times before. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a pervert! Oh no! Oh Part no! Of me my... so that, like, I noticed a lot the first time. It's like you're one of those people who does that, and I'm like, I don't know if this is the show playing it straight or Monica being like, fuck this show. It could be either one. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping it's the latter. Mm -hmm. Knowing Monica, I kind of hope it's the latter. Because I 
I will admit I have not watched the Japanese version for this show, so I don't exactly know what kind of script is in the Japanese, but <laughs> in terms of at least the script here with Monica, it works, but then again, you're not exactly dealing with the most original show in the world. This ain't exactly AAA theater here. No. I mean, uh... Ain't exactly to... certified fresh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Do we really have to bring in Jam Crotch in this situation? Yeah, jam Crotch will too. be. No, we'll bring. We'll get to Jam Crotch later. We'll get to Jam Crotch eventually, but I'm just saying in general that All one. I know is that, <laughs> Steph, I really hope you kept the That's a Penis picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think I did. You might have to send it to me again. God damn it, woman! I'm sorry. But, um, at least in terms of the script writing and the directing, it works. And. For, for Felicia, I think this is a good show for her first time directing to cut her teeth on, really. It's good for practice purposes. It's like, right. It's like, what was his name who directed Ultimate Otaku Teacher? Kyle uh, Phillips. Kyle Phillips. That, it's right. that was his first major directing job. And because right. of that, they gave him this lesser known show that didn't have a whole lot of, of a following. And that's why he cast all these rather unknown actors. And, and that's what he did was he mm-hmm. used that as an experience to improve as sort of like a first-time dub. And the same the same with this show actually can kind of be said considering some of the mm-hmm. voices who are in here. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. And it's weird because with the double talk shows this season, all three of them, the director behind them, this is their first series that's on double talk. Right. So you have Felicia, oh, sure. you have Felicia with Sky Wizards Academy it's who is it? it's Sunny Straight with Prison School, school and, and then Chris. Christopher Bevins with Gangsta. They this is their first time having a show on Double Talk. So why can't, why can't they just show three episodes of Gangsta? That's what I want to know. <laughs> why can't why can't they do shows like maybe Overlord or Snow or White? Yeah, Snow White with the red hair or something. Or or even nope, got a fan service. Bikini Warriors. Fuck that. <laughs> See, I think I think me and at least me and Steph's hope for the fall double top walker basically more Seraph and Noragami Aruto. Well, I I, I Nor more Noragami would be nice, but it kind of is dependent on you know like Jason Lebrecht and maybe to an extent Elizabeth Maxwell's schedules and what McFarlane can bring them in and do. So it's kind of dependent on that. Oh yeah, especially Elizabeth because the whole second, the first arc of the second season is going to be all about her character because there's going to be two arcs in that show. I Ooh. found out. Right, and those two, Jason and um, Elizabeth, are rather busy. So personally, I, I would be okay if it didn't have a broadcast up because of that. But anyway, <laughs> we are getting very derailed. But for the first time, it's not bothering me because we really don't want to talk about this show. The show. <laughs> So if we ramble on for like 20 minutes about nothing. (laughs) Let's just talk about the stupid characters and the stupid show. Except for one of them. The one sane girl. The one one girl. The the one saving grace character. Um, so yeah, there's four characters that were not on the press release. However, they are in the first uh, few episodes. Um, so we may as well talk about them and at least i think you can for now we can just pair them off can we have joke predictions at least yeah i don't see why not oh i got <laughs> well, I mean, some good la- ones i mean 
I mean, last time we had freaking the ghost of Al Capone. So. The reincarnated spirit of Al Capone. <laughs> we had that for who? Who did you? Who did you have that on Monroe or something? I think it was one of. I think it was one of the the two grumpy old men. You probably had that on Monroe. I think. <laughs> I think it was Mon- Yeah, I think it was, it was probably Monroe because no one had. We couldn't guy. pick what I. I've been because yeah because nobody could pick which grumpy old guy was playing them. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's time to spin the wheel of the wheel of grumpy old guy. <laughs> Al Capone, let's go. Anyway. Wheel of Grumpy Old Guy, spin, spin, spin. Tell us whose voice is going to win. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. It's Kent Williams. <laughs> Fuck you, Detective, Detective Man. Detective Man. Once an episode that's going to get in. We gotta throw it in. Because for some reason, we always have to throw Kent Williams, Williams in the mix. Williams in the mix. Um, okay. Free One day I'm going to meet him and I'm just gonna say fuck you, Detective Man, to his face and have to explain where the fuck it came from. And you will will never go to another convention with him again. (laughs) Anyway, Freon Flamel and Yuri Flos 3. I probably mispronounced those names. Um, Freon Flamel. uh, Is that a dude or a chick? I can't tell. That's a girl. She's. Who, oh, is how, she the really bitchy, angry one? She's like, who was it? Like the headmistress or like the principal or something along those lines? Okay, my my guess for her is a piece of Italian bread <laughs> <laughs> my, with 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 marmalade on top of it. My guess, okay. my guess is Lilac's mom. Oh, <laughs> my rude. mom is a nice lady, mind her you. Her mother is a saint, Hardy. I know, Fuck but you. Uh, I just wanted. Why to, you put her here? I just wanted to see you as if you'd actually post your mom's picture in the video. No. <laughs> I'm not just gonna post a picture, picture of my mother. Every time, okay. Every time we can't get a picture, instead of a silhouette, can it just be like Buggy the Clown? <laughs> are you saying? It all comes back to Buggy the Clown. Are you saying Lilac's mom is secretly Buggy the Clown? Suddenly, <laughs> everything makes sense. So, so, wait, so, wait, so, wait. So, technically, wait. Mike McFarlane helped give birth to Lila. <laughs> Please don't kill me, Mike McFarlane. You're a very nice human being. So, wait, wait, hold on. Does that make. Because if my mom is Buggy the Clown, who is Mike McFarlane, does that make Mike my mother? No, it makes him Mike. No, it I means mean, it, no. never mind. Scrap this. The joke is getting too complex. It means <laughs> unlike this show. It means you're your own grandpa. What? It means you It means sense. that you need. It means that I, I, yeah, something's a big Futurama <laughs> joke. Just, just post who it really is. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? See, at least We're my prediction was relevant to this show. <laughs> <laughs> As it is to most anime, because we all know we all know all school animes. To get to school, you must run out of the door with a piece of toast in your mouth. We'll get to that later. Oh God. <laughs> anyway. Oh God. I'm not even gonna come up with a joke prediction for Freon because fuck everything. Um, and Yuri, uh, she is on the same team as our lead male. She's that redheaded bitch. No, 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 no. That's not her. She's the one in the pigtails who's pissed off at our lead and calling the traitor. Oh, the one who doesn't know what the meaning of the word traitor is. Yes, basically. <laughs> uh, so my guess is that she needs to be hit with a thesaurus. My- and that she, she is actually a piece of, uh, she's a donut <laughs> with jelly filling. My guess wait, is- Wait, wait, you're, you're not confusing her with Lefty, are you? What color is her hair? 
Is her hair black? I don't know. I don't like a per- care. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't fucking care about these people. I'm just checking, because I thought you, was, you were talking about Lecty. Anyway, No, Hardy. but my, 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 my guess for, for Yuri, aka the girl who does not know how to use a fucking thesaurus, is a jam-filled donut. Yes, my guess is the shavings of skin between my legs after I rubbed, <laughs> rubbed my thighs f- together. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of prediction? Stefan, you thought the Seraph at the end episode was scarring. <laughs> this is true. This is true. We already brought my mother, and apparently I'm now related to Mike McFarlane because of that. But let's go. No, you're not. You're just your mom is a nice woman and a very, very good saint. For all we know, your mom is actually the daughter of Sanji and someone else. So you're actually Sanji's child. Oh lord! Not Eric Bale, just Sanji. That would still be—he came out of the screen and married your mom. Because moving on. Because One Piece was totally around when my mom was a kid and she gave birth to me. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yay. Um. Anyway, Yuri, I am going to guess your typical Sundere <laughs> character. Pretty Every much, Every yeah. Sundere you can ever come up with. So you're, what you're telling me is she's that girl from The Familiar of Zero. I have not seen that show, but I'm going to say yes do. regardless. <laughs> Just put anyway. a picture of Shauna up there for some reason. Yeah. Shauna and every other Sundere. Um, so... Spirit Bomb Sundere. So Freon Flamel is being voiced by Alex Moore, and Yuri is being voiced by Jade Saxton. Jade, what are you doing in this shit show? What is anyone doing in this shit show? Making money, that's what. That's fair. Making Uh, that thing I don't have. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Alex Moore has done... uh, She's still fairly new, actually. Uh, So she's done The Devil's a Part-Timer. She's done Fairy Tale, Maria the Virgin Witch... Uh, Wasn't she in Show by Raw? She was Warwick's bitch in the first, in the second episode of, um, of, uh, Gangsta. Um, no, she was not in Show by Rock, but she was, uh, she is Mitsuba from Seraph at the End. Oh, she's that angry little lolly bitch, ain't she? Yes, she is. Um, she's also done Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Wanna Be the Strongest, fantastic. And then, like, (laughs) very, various, like, small background noise, background characters in Carnival, Morigami, Nobunaga, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Jade has done a lot. (laughs) Jade, she's probably most well-known for as Eve Genoir from Bakuno. Um, wow, what else? Most recently Uh, in Nobunaga. Nobunagan, yep. Uh, was... Nona and Death, Nona what? and Death Parade. Um, she's Carla in Fairy Tale. Uh, Constance uh, Rav Ravu uh, in Gangsta. Uh, I believe she's she... Yoriko in Tokyo Ghoul. Me? Yeah, she is. She's a Toka's little friend from Tokyo. Ghoul. She's also Hiragi from Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Ferris from Steins Gate. She's she's done quite a bit. I think she's Skumo in Carnival. Oh, uh, yes, she is. Yes, we get to talk about her in Carnival. <laughs> Eventually. Um, she's also, if anyone's following Toonami, she's also Hana from Michiko and Hachin. Woohoo! Uh, A show that we all should ra- we all rather be watching. Oh, yes. Yes. I need to catch up on that show. I need to start it. <laughs> but in terms of those performances... How do we feel about them? Performances. I will s- Alex Morris being a bitch and Jade Saxon being a tsundere. Moving on. <laughs> well, I would like to say Alex Moore has been cast as a lot of these annoying little girl characters lately. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think it really fits her voice. But when she plays an older character like she is here, it works a lot better because it's more Did of her you... natural, rep- natural register. Here's my question for you, Hardy. Have you seen the broadcast dub for Maria the Virgin Witch? I have, yes. Yeah, because she plays um, Lolette. Which uh, she's with the um, she's with the mercenary group. You'll see her. You see her along with Galfa. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Galfa's so, little yeah. chew toy. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Even though she's, she's probably sm- kicks, even though she probably kicks more ass than Galfa actually does. Yeah, yeah. I have <laughs> I have my Mario. issues with Galfa and the way the show treated him, anyways. But moving. Eh, on. I need to watch that show. I feel so bad I missed it. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty good. But yeah, you're you're right. This this kind of role, this kind of range is more fitting for Alex rather than yeah. Mitsuba from Seraph of the End. Yeah. Like I didn't like it's not that I hated Mitsuba's voice, but like I'll I'll say it right now, as much as as much as I like both her and Ian, I really didn't see their voices fitting as well for the right. characters. Because I was really surprised Ian was ki- Kimizuki. Ian was so out of place. Place. He is so out of place. Like, it wasn't show. a bad performance. It just right. didn't fit very well. Yeah. Like, com- like, compared to everybody else in the show who fit really, really well, I thought like, Ian would have been a better Because you're looking, like, in real life, between, like, that main group of five, I would probably say that Ian is the oldest out of that group. And then, yeah, was and then probably, like, like, and then probably, like, Micah, obviously, is the youngest you maybe, know what? Maybe you, Felicia too. You want you bring up ages. You want to know something that really, really made me sit down and think. Uh oh, what? What? I'm a year older than he is. Than Ian than Sinclair. Ian Sinclair? Ian Sinclair is only 31 years old. Holy shit! shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I think I'm like I think that I'm like right around Micah's age. Yeah, we we affectionately refer to like Felicia Angel as our mom, but she's only 29. Yeah, oh, she's, she's older than me by a decent amount. She's older than me by almost four years because I'll be twenty-five in a couple of months. But then there's yeah, Hardy. Me and Steph are, me and Steph are like it's, a year apart in age. It's like mm-hmm. you no, know, but it's funny because they mentioned that Bryce Pappenbrook, Tia Ballard, Felicia Angel, and someone else were all like twenty-nine years old. Now, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I can believe it. No, Adam Gibbs from uh, from the new um, No Game No Life. Dub. He's 29. And oh, he's going to be in, um, shit, I can't say. Beyond the Boundary. Doing an episode. He's... Damn it, we're doing an episode on that, that's why. Yeah. Or I'm going to do an episode of that. That's why like, Megan's trying to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> They're all 29 Surprise. years old, and I'm like, I'm, that's that feeling when you realize all the VAs you're fans of are all younger. Well, it's it's kind of like, like I know we're going off top of, like, about voice actors. Of, it's really weird, because in Japan, it's like the opposite problem. Like... I think the seiyus, the two seiyus I'm closest to in age are, like, Natsuki Hayane, because I believe he's, like, seven months, like, four or five months older than me, and uh, Kenshin Ono is, like, a year older than me, and then, like, because I know Steph, me and Steph tend to always watch simulcast with him, the guy who plays Jay Hazen is, like, 40s. Jeez. Yeah. He looks like the saddest little old man on stage, and it's really, it's kind of bemusing to watch him sing on stage. Um, my friend Mayor David, like, Mayor Miyano is, like, in his 40s, too. I well, I mean, just like, just like he's right up there with Vic. That's why yeah, they do is. each other's. They... The one that really got me, because I know I broke Tama's brain with this, was that Hiroshi Kamiya was like 42. <laughs> he sounds like, like he's 60. Yeah. Hiroshi Kamiya does not sound like he's 60. He sounds like he's in his 50s at least. Oh. Depends on the show you watch, because Yato in the Japanese does not sound that old. Wasn't he, wasn't he Tiger? 
Hiroshi uh, Kamiya is um, Kagami, an otaku teacher, teacher. Captain oh. Levi, an Attack on Titan. Yeah, I got the wrong guy. Like I'm sorry. Wrong uh, one. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of. Oh yeah, no. yeah, we're getting off topic. Moving on. We need to move anyway, on. bottom line, with at least with Alex Moore, this is more natural fitting for her. Mm-hmm. Please let Alex Moore. It's like I said with Monica. Let Monica use her adult voice. Her big girl voice. What's um, funny is that girl. Monica's big girl voice is not her natural voice. It's her voice, though. Yeah. It, it, that is really funny, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jade is Yuri. This is not the first time she's played a Sundari, so she knows no. what she's doing. She She's good. She's good. Moving on. <laughs> I still wanted to punch her in the face, though, in the first episode. I was like, bitch. I'm well, pretty sure we all wanted to punch a lot of these characters in the face. But the bigger question is which character we don't want to punch in the face. Wow. Or, or given speaking the, of them. Yes. Speaking of Chloe, uh, Servingy, fuck names and Lloyd Alwyn. The two characters you don't want to punch. Yeah. The ones that are actually OK. Well, Freon Flamel, I don't really want to punch her. But um, Chloe and Lloyd. Uh, Chloe is the one who basically drags our lead male character into being an instructor. And she, as well as Lloyd, are on the same, what is it called, fire team? Something like that. Fire team as the main character, as well as Yuri. Context. (laughs) So, Chloe, what kind of random predictions could we come up with here? I I think Chloe is a perfect cinnamon bun to cure for this world. (laughs) I think she is a floating piece of driftwood. Oh, I can agree with both of those <laughs> ideas, actually. The driftwood and the cinnamon bun tube here. She's, she's a perfect cinnamon bun sitting on a piece of driftwood. She's the As it, only moderately decent character in the yeah, show. Lloyd is the river that she's drifting down. <laughs> oh my. Lloyd is just someone hiding in the background. Lloyd is a pepperoni pizza with extra onions. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Chloe is being voiced by Megan Emmerich. Not me. <laughs> and Lloyd is being voiced by Rico Fajardo. Um, with Megan Emmerich, I have to go back to, um, I mentioned this in Gangsta, the fact that she had an announcement on going up on a Monday that Tweechy sent out. Obviously, it was for this show. But the announcement, for some stupid reason, came the Wednesday and, like, not long after Gangsta's went up. I don't know why. It was weird. Um, but Megan Emmerich, first of all, short list of shows she's done. Blood Blockade Battlefront is white. <laughs> Mikagura School Suite. Sky Wizards Academy. Ultimate Otaku Teacher. All That's broadcast it. dubs. She That's it. it. She is still brand new. Why the fuck don't we have the ending of PPP yet? I'd rather watch that than this. I know, right? Don't make my heart hurt. <laughs> anyway. Ha 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 <laughs> I know, I do. I own Bonnie Solo. And R- Rico Fajardo, he's actually still fairly new, too. I would say he probably has a little bit more credits than maybe Alex Moore, maybe about the same. Um, but he has done uh, Absolute Duo. He's Itona from Assassination Classroom. He's Daryun. Daryun from Heroic Legend of Arslan. He's in Defrag. <laughs> 
He's done background roles in Norman Gun, Perfect Order, Michiko Hachan, One Piece, Psychopath Shiki. He is Kai from Show by Rock. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. Yep. I was like, wait a second. And, and he's done a variety of, like, a variety of things, but he hasn't done a lot. Um, he's, again, still fairly new. Um, I have a quick question. Yes. Whenever somebody mentions Daryun from... Her question of Arslan. Can I just go Daryun? <laughs> Given the circumstances, I'd say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, these two. I really liked Megan as Chloe. See, I she tries so hard to give life to a character who has no personality. Uh, see, I I have to disagree with that. I think really. I think she's still very green. She, right. her voice is far too slight. It's not, it's like there's not a lot of feeling behind there. And I think this worked in Blood Blockade Battlefront, given the character. But in this show, she just kind of sounds flat. It's, too, it too is, big. it is different compared to White in BBB, personality and character-wise. Because White I seemed will, like much, like a much more lifelike character. And in here, it's just... I'm like, but here, here's the thing you also got to remember, though. That White this is Sky has much Wizards. more. Yes, but White has much more complexity than Chloe does. Yeah, I don't know. So I the think, fact that Megan Emmer can kind of pull off more complex characters—that's really cool to me. I'm just saying. I'm think she still has quite a ways to go. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I mean, again, she has like four roles to her name. Right. She's still new. Yeah. She has she has plenty of time. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and but, it, as as far as Rico goes with what's his nuts, um, Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. Lloyd just blends into the background. He's just so he's hard. nothing. He's nothing. He's a no. He's a nobody character at, so right. far. And so he's, I mean I can't really even there. judge. He's just kind of there. He's the second yeah. banana in a one banana split. Essentially, yes, and it's funny because he's blonde. But yeah, like. If his if Lloyd's job to me just seems like to be like go to lead guy exposition 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 yeah oh bye he, you're so much cooler than me it, and this, occasionally to and put occasionally this in, helping to put this he did in, help Lecty he did put, help Lecty a little to put this in perspective if there was the beach episode he'd be the guy wearing the speedo I don't know about that because I, I mean the guy's so been so far because heart mind you Hardy and I. Have watched the first three episodes. Megan has only watched the first episode. Yeah. Um, he's been in the background. I don't exactly see him as that stereotype. Well, to I mean, be that's with you. that's usually the type it is. The background character, the best friend character, is usually Speedo Boy. Apparently, I don't watch enough series that have beach episodes in them. Then, which yeah. is probably a good thing. Good thing. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you must not watch all that much anime, which is surprising because they all have beach episodes. <laughs> I probably forget half of them anyway. What the fuck was the beach episode in Tokyo Ghoul? Oh, right. The beach was made by my crying. There was a beach <laughs> episode in High School of the Dead, I remind you all. It was an OVA, but it still counts. Okay, I haven't seen the OVA. I'm like trying to think also of my mind. I was I think, had like four fucking beach episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, there was a beach episode for Show by Rock. I just remembered that. Yeah. And it was really gay. It, no, it was the best thing ever. No, and by gay, I mean retory. Yes. Because well, retory is, is supposed to be the really shy, closeted one, and yet she wears the most revealing swimsuit of all of them. But, but again, the best part of that episode and probably that show 
motherfucking Shingon Crimsons. Oh, of course. Bishonen! Bishonen Rom! Bishonen Rom! <laughs> Yay! I fucking love Bishonen Rom! Spastic Mike McFarlane for the win, just saying. Okay, Crow is kind of my spirit. <laughs> anyway. Guys, come on. For me, I'm not gonna watch past the third episode at this point, just saying. Watch, watch Rico's character become, like, the ultimate betrayer. He's the real traitor. <laughs> Like, watch him become the big bad or oh, some shit, Lord. just so we can hear Rico Fajardo go ape shit. It wouldn't... Because God... If, if that happened, I would actually pay attention to this show, because that, that would, would be, be outside cool. the norm, yes. Yeah, because, and no especially offense, for Rico. Gonna, especially Rico's for Rico. not gonna get to go... Like, I, I wanna say something, because I know stuff about his assassination classroom character. Yeah, he's or not. Yeah, um, tentacle and, head. Yeah, and... and I think we've seen him twice now, so that means there's, like, I think one more time he shows up before... Becoming a permanent member of the cast. Mm. Um, so that one, I, I, I kind of, I can't wait for that because then you get to see crazy ass Etona. <laughs> Yay. But anyway, I think we, consensus wise, Megan Emmerich is still new. So still Lou Green. And we then, love you though, because I know, we know that you may or may not follow this. Yeah. Yes, possibly. And then Rico is Lloyd. Not much to judge on because Lloyd is just in the background and doesn't do a lot. I'm helping. To be honest. <laughs> so, I think that's the consensus with those two. Anyway, um, Yo, moving I, on. I, I changed my prediction. He's no longer a pepperoni pizza. He's a, che- a flat cheese pizza with no sauce. Oh. From Little Caesars? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay, anyway, going back to the actual press release, let's talk about Cody Balfour. The best Sky Wizard! <laughs> Flying around his majestic fucking cop car, <laughs> shooting out things with laser beams. But the only problem, the only problem, the only problem, saving the day. The only problem is the only way he can achieve flight is if Nick kicks the car in kicks the air. The car in the air. <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair, Aaron Roberts plays Cody Balfour. Therefore, the plane isn't going to go very far before crashing. No. Oh. Apocalypse. <laughs> Well, he can always use Sonny's hair. Oh, wait, Aaron Roberts is bald. Never mind. (laughs) Something, something, Uta joke from Tokyo Ghoul. Okay. For those who who may have missed the gangsta episode. Why have you? (laughs) First of all, yes. Um, Second of all, um, and we've mentioned this in the gangsta episode. Um, For some reason, because, again, the announcements for Gangsta and Sky Wizards Academy came out the same day. I think at the same time. No, Sky Wizards was maybe like an hour or so after. Um, Okay. But at the bottom of the casting um, for Sky Wizards, Cody Balfour, Aaron Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, somebody at Funimation got flogged. Yeah, funny done goofed. Funny done goof. The poor intern. The poor intern was probably taken into the back room. And beaten with and reeds. Beaten with reeds. Maybe, maybe. As they were forced to watch a four kids dub. Oh. To teach them, they, they, to they, teach them the, wor- the ways of the world. They were forced they to watch been... the four kids dub of, of uh, school days. Uh, of One Piece. <laughs> the or, four kids dub of school days would have no blood in it. God, Hardy. Or, or he might have been stuffed in the same closet as Jared Hedges, but... Yeah. And pulled out for Jared was, That's how they got Jared out of the closet. <laughs> he escaped in the quick transfer. Anyway, for real though, let's actually talk about um, let's talk about Rico Flamel. For real. Um, she, 
Rico Flamel, not Rico Fajardo. Same initials, weirdly nor, enough. Nor is they, are they related to Nicholas Flamel, creator of the Philosopher's Stone. Anyway, Rico Flamel, she is she's the younger sister of Freon Flamel, if I'm correct. Yeah. And she thinks very highly of herself. I have. I want to hit her with a woman. I, I have my predictions. A, okay. A giant bloody used tampon. <laughs> oh, ew. Oh, we ew. Are, I am not doing that. <laughs> there is gonna Sense, be there's just a sensor bar. Yes. There, no, it's gonna be Bucky the Clown. <laughs> no, you need to uh, just just have a picture bar. that's all pixelated out. Of Bucky the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> um. My guess is all the fucks I give, which is zero. <laughs> my guess... No, okay, no. My guess is all of the remaining members of Sasuke's family that are alive. Oh. oh. My my guess is a 18-wheeler um, because I want to hit her with it. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain characters that you just want to hit with the truck. <laughs> and this is like, one of them. Like my, the one I want to beat with a bat is that one blonde fucker from Blood 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 Plus. Blood 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 from Blood Plus. Solomon, watch Blood. Yes, fuck Solomon. Fuck that guy. Anyway, Don Bennett is Regal Fumel, which confuses me. I thought she was Lecty for a minute. Considering fair, because the only way you can tell this bitch from anybody is because she's too busy looking at a mirror. Because. Don Bennett is also still fairly new. Th- this is literally her credits. Absolute Duo, Fairy Tale, Freezing by v- Vibration, Maria the Virgin Witch, One Piece, Show by Rock as Ah, uh, Skyward's Academy, and Ultimate Otaku Teacher as Kiriko Potatoes. Kikishima. Potatoes, yes. Actually, I, it, who, to be fair. Who was she in Show by Rock? Uh, oh, she's, she's with she's with Zuri Zuri. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's the big. She's the wolf girl in Zuri Zuri, the dog. Yep. Oh, I liked her. In oh, yeah. Yeah, because because Jay was the pink haired one. Yeah. Here's the thing. I actually did have real predictions for the first four of the ma- of the main cast, and for Rico, I kind of was thinking Whitney Rogers because she tends to play the purple haired bitch very very frequently and very well. I can see that. That makes sense because I did like her. What was it? As um, Artemis and Maria. Yeah, and she I was. I did like her. Not. She was also very similar characters in Hogganai, and um, and Defrag. So. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's still my main prediction is a jetty, giant bloody used tampon. <laughs> my the second one is Don Bennett. Oh. <laughs> not to but, say uh, not to say the two are connected because I'm sure Don is a very sweet girl. But and I, speaking, she of, definitely seems like a sweet girl. But speaking of her acting ability, this is actually very surprising how deep her register can go. Because yeah, you that's listen, what surprised me too. If you listen to Miss Potatoes on Ultimate Otaku Teacher, oh this, my god, it's the sweet little Moe girl, and then you listen to her here, and it's like we a completely like, different actress. We have like two different like. We're like opposite ends of the spectrum between Ultimate Otaku Teacher and Sky Wizards here. I mean, I'm looking at her face on her Twitter account, and I do not hear that voice coming out of that face. And I'm really—I don't either. I'm that's really, wh- really impressed. That's why I originally thought that there was a mistake in the casting, mm-hmm. and I thought it was supposed to be Dawn playing um, Lecty. Yeah. That's what—that's why what I was confused with. But then nothing has been changed. Nothing has been said about it. So, uh, so I'm like, okay, Dawn is Rico, and I'm like. Holy shit, it works. I mean, um, Rico um, is a horrible character, but I mean, the but, fact that Don can play her with that deep of a register 
that's really, really darn impressive. It's like, you go, Don. Holy shit. <laughs> you go, girl. Too bad you're playing a bitch who we all want to hit with an 18-wheeler. Still. I mean, there's not much else to be said there. It was just really surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and she pl- she used that same type of voice for Ah in Show by Rock as well. That's like, true. I forgot like, about that. Part. Are you? But it was a lot more restrained because Ah was very like. Well, she's a much more. She's a much more restrained, disciplined character. Right. And so oh, it's 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 a, it's a different personality compared to Rico. Yeah, completely. Because you have Rico, the stuck-up bitch, and then Ah, who is just like devoted, kind of like this team player, subservient so kind of deal. Do, that this this disho disho is going to have. Her heart melted, and she's going to learn to be less of a bitch and get along with her sister again. Well, she does love cute things, and she picks up, like, a stuffed sheep in episode three. She's like, oh, my God, I'm the... And then what's her, what's her nuts? Um, what? Misora? Misora sees it, and she's like, I, I hate cute things, and she puts it It was it one back. of those moments. They like Misora. It's like... Misora. You hate cute things. Well, we let you keep Misora. Unless Misora is the guy. No, Misora, Misora is the redhead. Oh, we let you keep the little blonde bitch. That's Lecty. Speaking of, we may as well move on to Lecty. Because <laughs> we're running out of time here. We, we, this, and fucks again. We're, yes. Yeah, we're derailing so much. Uh, Lecty. Random, stupid, fun guesses. Um, I thought the... A trip to, a trip to a person who can teach her how to stand upright yeah. and a functional bathing suit. The... The, sh- the faint, shrieking cries of the souls of the damned. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm gonna go with an awkward turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with a, a somewhat... Okay, seriously. This bitch needs a functional bathing suit. <laughs> what? The bathing suit bothered me so much! You mean the underwear. There's no bathing suits, dude. That's their underwear? That's their underwear. How is that even what, what are you talking What are you talking the, about? Episode one? I think those yeah. are I think in episode one there are you don't see their their underwear until episode two. So it's their, their yeah, they have their school swimsuits which they wear and yeah, they're I rather they're unfunctional. Not because breasts don't work that way. No, I thought anyway. at the end of the first episode they were like changing or something and in their underwear and then Kanata busts in on like That's the second episode. Them. That's the second episode. Anyway, moving so on. So who is she actually played by? Uh <laughs> Megan Shoe. Oh, oh, I actually have. No, I'm sorry. I, I actually do have a real legit? prediction. Legit okay. prediction. Legit was, prediction, then we'll go back. I was going to go with Bryn April. That would well, work. Bryn escaped this gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah, she, she dodged that escaped. bullet. But, you know. She dodged that, it. Yeah. Anyway, Megan Shipman. She is still fairly new. Too many Megans. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, again, going back to Felicia, this being her first time directing, it's good letting. A bunch of newbies come, lo- m- m- fairly new voice actors come in and like give some things a shot because I think at this point um, Megan Shipman is the last one among the cat among the press release who has the least amount of credits. Right, I th- um, I think Megan is good with cute roles, but not with this particular role. It just it didn't sound all that natural to me. You see, I've heard her in other things like with Defrag. Mm-hmm. And and the um, the index movie, which right. she sings in the index movie, and Megan, please forgive me, you were you just didn't do that great. I'm Aww. sorry, but anyway, it, if you're looking for other roles aside from Defrag and the index film, she's also done Fairy Tale, 
I could just go through the list. Uh, Certain Scientific, Railgun S, uh, Fairy Tale, Freezing Vibration, Hogganine Next, Hyperdimension Neptunia, One Piece, Red Data Girl, Rolling Girls, Selector Infected, um, Senran Kagura, Show by Rock, Skywizard Academy, Space Dandy Season 2, Ultimate Intelligent Teacher, Wannabe the Strongest in the World is Jury. <laughs> She's also in Show by Rock. And um, uh, World Break, Show by Rock. Um, she was just a small character. She was one of the... The two little water mermaids. Uh, yes, if I remember right. I know because I actually have the phone game. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I think Megan Shipman's a good actress. I don't. I just don't think this is her best role. That's my. No, admittedly, I can agree with that. Yeah. Because when she personally, plays, personally, there's some other she, stuff I like. When she plays a spunky Moe character, I think it works. But with Lecky, Lecty is the ex- the cutie. Lecty is the exact opposite of spunky. There is no spunk there. Yeah, Lecty is this really, again, awkward turtle. Mm-hmm. She's kind of annoying, too. Kind of? Yeah. No... Okay, she's really fucking annoying. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't want to hit I, her with a bus like I do with Rico, but I do want to slap I, her upside I, the head and say, get a grip, girl. I also don't have my ears bleeding compared to when I listen to Misora, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean... Can, like considering the show, it it's okay. Like it kind of works, but this isn't her. This isn't Megan Shipman's best. To be this frank, is not her best. To be frank, I kind of would prefer if Lecty was voiced by Brynn Ape or even Monica, because mm-hmm. this is the sh- this is the type of role that Monica makes her bread and butter off of. Yeah, I'm surprised that Monica didn't get this. Yeah, because Monica had better shit to do. That's just fair. But like writing this piece of shit. But. <laughs> But again, it's again, it's nice to have the fresh, much fresh faces come in and get a little bit more experience. It, it's nice, and for what it's worth, it it's okay. Mm-hmm. Megan Shipman's Lecty is not bad, but again, right? Um, should we move on to uh, Misora Whitetail? Oh uh, boy, this bitch. <laughs> um. I'm going to take my prediction from Yuri and multiply it like every like all Sundere's like every single one. Yuri is not as bad, but Misora, holy fucking shit! You have to look up every red-headed Sundere in existence. You have to put you have to put Shauna. You have to put um, Asuka from Evangelion. You oh, have to Lord. put Taiga from. At Toradora. least I liked. At least I liked Asuka. Yeah, there's Taiga from Toradora. There's a lot. Yes. Just, there's n- just, it would just cover the entire screen if I went and looked for them all. I'm probably not going to do that, but... Yeah. It, it, just saying. That, that's what I would think right there for me, Soda. What about you, Megan? What did you think? Uh, my prediction is, why am I not playing Love Live on my phone right now? What? Uh, my prediction is, I don't have a prediction. Fuck this bitch. I want to hit her with a hammer. Okay, that my, makes sense. My prediction is Lindsay Lohan's unshaved fire crotch. Oh. Okay, my prediction is the anger that Nicki Minaj threw at Miley Cyrus at the VMA. <laughs> go, Nicki, go! <laughs> and, and Hardy, what was your legitimate prediction? Let's see, what was my legitimate? Uh, actually, Alexis Tipton, believe it or not. Ooh. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. What's this bitch name? What's this bitch name again? Misora Whitetail. Hey, Misora, what's good? <laughs> what's good? <laughs> um, my, my prediction is a very angry Nicki Minaj. Anyway, 
the uh, the <laughs> actual person voicing Misora is Tia Ballard. You, oh, Tia. You, oh, Tia. You sound very disappointed. I mean, here's my thing with, with Tia, because for me it's been on and off. Like, I love her as Nanami and Kami-sama Kiss. Right. But I hated her as Megumi and Shiki. Hated it so much because it was so obnoxious. So and am I? Am I saying this is a role that doesn't make you happy? It's not. For to me, it's not the best I've seen her do. So you're not happy? <laughs> it's just like. No, I am. Like, I am not a blue cat that has little wings and loves. Oh fish. god, damn it! I hate you. <laughs> I caught onto that. Um. Damn it! In the last four, and I mean, and I mean, I mean, I love her as Nanami, disliked her as Megumi Shiki, freaking loved her as Aligura in Blood Bowl K Battlefront. That was awesome. Hell, that was probably still like hell. I think that my favorite episode is I, when she kidnaps Leo I, and gives him love advice. I'm pretty sure that was the one prediction I actually got right throughout that whole show. I will tell you this pretty about sure. Tia, Tia Ballard: is that I know you absolutely hated Prison School. But mm-hmm. when we reco- I only watched one episode and when, called it today. When we recorded the episode just a few days ago, everybody loved Tia Ballard's performance as the president of the Underground Student Council because I'll, 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 it I'll, sounds so different. That's why. Yeah, yeah I, I will admit because I only saw one episode of Prison School's dub. Mm-hmm. It was different for Tia, and I did. I will admit it was pretty good. It wasn't too bad. My all-time favorite performance from her is when. In Kamisama Kiss 2, when Tomoe takes the form of Nanami in order to fool that one god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that episode was great. And, and she's, and, she, and, she's t- and, and he's talking in her voice, yep. very aristocratic and, and almost sensual to the point. And I'm like, yeah. I am so enthralled by this. The way she just speaks. Um, Again, I love her as Nanami. Yeah. But, I um, love her as Nanami. I'll be honest with you, Misora is annoying, but I think she's probably one of the better acted characters in this show because she brings so much life to her character. This is true, considering like Misora is this generic stereotype that we've seen time and time again. But again, at least for me, I've seen Tia Bella do better. I have. I remember I kind of liked her, her being a little brat in Carnival. Yeah. I, I, I like Masora's passion, if nothing else. Right. And I like oh. that, that Tia Ballard can bring that up. Excuse also, me. can I bring up the fact that I don't know why she was cast as Kotaro Araki from Ultimate Taco Teacher? Yes, uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> in fact, you know what? My original prediction, if we want to go back to that episode, my original mm-hmm. prediction was Afia Yu. Afia right. Yu was cast as a different character. She was cast as the manga author. Yes. And Tia Ballard was, was cast as Kotaro, as the cross-dressing Araki. boy. Yes. Right. Those two and should have been swapped. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think that would have worked so much better. It would have worked so much so much better cuz we cuz we all know that Afia you can manage to disguise herself as a boy. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've kind of seen Tia do something like that, but it honestly well, doesn't work. Happy does not count because Happy's a mascot. So, right. Yeah, but, he, he's supposed to count, sound cute and childish. So Right. But, uh, again, s- seeing Tia as Kostra Araki, mm-hmm. honestly, it doesn't work. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't, like, at all. I don't understand. Like, you're right, Hardy. They should have flipped Tia and Afia, but 
I had to bring that up for a few seconds, but again, I guess the general consensus is me, I've seen Tia do better. Hardy, I think you say you kind of like it, all things considered. All things considered, yeah. I, I think... I'm just kind of neutral. Yeah, yeah you're I know neutral. Masora's an annoying character, but I think Tia plays it to the best of her abilities. Right. Because, mm-hmm. again, Misora is very, very generic tsundere. And all and, things considered, it works. And she even has one pigtail. Yes. yes. She's halfway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I guess we we may as well move on to uh, don't the big call tu- you the cannot big tuna? do not call him by that name do oh, not call him by that name I, I apologize yes, there is only one here. name that this character will be known as what is this name Hardy because you are the one who got this going this character shall now and forever be known as Jam Crotch by the way we are talking about Kanata AJ but. From now on, he is going to be referred as Jam Crotch. It's a fi- it is official. You know, Double Talk has made it official. His name is Jam Crotch now. Yep. So you're almost caught up to me in, like, stupid hashtags that we've started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have any stupid hashtags I think yet. I have. I think I... I'm the one who perfected Chicken Gun. You chicken- perfected Chicken Gun. It was great. And I started Sniger Rifle. Yes, you did. And then... And no one knows that. And then, yes, I gave the world... That's greatest creation of Jam Crotch. But so, wh- who's the fucker who started Snort Parade, though? I think that was just sort of a general thing. I don't even remember. I think that was that might have been Chad. Might yeah. yeah that, that was, was probably, probably Chad. Chad and his dickish nephew. Yes. Anyway, uh, love you, Chad. predictions, fun predictions, fun predictions. I predicted, say- I predicted a bagel and a jar of Smuckers. I predicted a slightly more interesting carry toe. <laughs> Which is not I saying will, much. It's not saying much, all things considered, but still. I predict, I predict a random, generic, visual, a shitty Otome game. Visu- oh wait, Otome games don't have sex. <laughs> visual novel, visual novel character. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the truth. Otome games, you never have sex in Otome games. They always cut it off with the good parts. Okay, and Hardy. BL games, however. <laughs> Hardy, what's your legitimate prediction for Jam Crotch? Because they tend to get typecast in these sorts of roles... I was thinking either Clifford Chapin or Austin Tyndall. Not my boys. Yes. No. Or, or by a gr- oh. or by a great stretch of the imagination, pot, quite possibly a third option, Todd Habercorn. Ooh, that would have been. Oh, I'll admit all three of them probably could have done it. I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've already seen friggin' who was it? it was Clifford, uh, World Break. Even though that character is. Not as much of a Mary Sue as Kanata. Excuse me, Jam Crotch. But still. Um, Whoopsie. So we have this person, and his name is Joel McDonald. As a wonderful, wonderful Jam Crotch. Jam, Joel McDonald. They let Joel McDonald use his big boy voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will admit, I, I, I will admit, as much of a freaking Mary Sue this guy is, Joel doesn't give any fucks. <laughs> I think that was on purpose. I think yeah. they gave him, and he was like, you know what? I don't care. Just go put me in the booth and give me a microphone and let me read these lines. And it works. And remind me when I'm playing Meow again because Space Dandy 2 has to come out soon. Please, thank you, maybe. Yeah. But, you know. When can, can I go back and be whoever the fuck he was in Assassination Class. Yeah, can I be Jacuzzi uh, again, please? Yeah. Uh, uh, please make more Bacchano, Japan, please. Yeah. Can, can, fuck do Rara Ra, give me more Bacchano. Yeah. 
but I mean, it's like he went in there and it's just like, yeah, whatever. This show is shit. This character is shit. I'm gonna play him as a piece. Admittedly, of shit. it works though for the character and the it, performance. It does, and I mean, I don't. This isn't a, a. This isn't Joel's fault because he's doing the best he can with the source material he's given. Right. But I mean, this character gives none. Yeah. I mean, he's just. He really doesn't. He's non-existent. If in fact, I would make the argument he's even more in the background than Lloyd is if he wouldn't be the main character. He doesn't want to be involved. And that, that That's the character that's really himself. It. The character doesn't want to be involved. The character right. gives none. Joel gives none. I mean, the writer is probably giving none at this point. And so, by I, the way, in term, just so people understand a few more roles from Joel, we mentioned he's done Assassination Classroom in Bacchano, um, but he's also in Fairy Tale as Zareph, ironically enough. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's Meow from Space Dandy. Yep, we've mentioned that. He's in Guilty Crown. He's Mikage from Kamisama Kiss, which that's a different role as well. I love Mikage's voice. Uh, he's also in Maria the Virgin Witch. He was the main character in Initial D, the redub. Mm-hmm. He is... I want to say he's... Um... <laughs> he's brief from Panty and Stocking. <laughs> he is, I think, I want to say he's in... Um... Okami-san. He's Poland from Italia. Yeah, he's um, Minatsu and Red Data Girl, which I, I'll admit I like that. I need to watch that show. So, oh, Joel McDonald has a great range. It's he just, definitely does. For this show, one, he one doesn't more, one, use it. One more. Fucking Jeha from Yon of the Dawn. <laughs> oh, I saw it heard of the Jeha Shush! Fucking Jeha. Uh, he's Ronald and Black Butler. He's Ryohei and Okami-san and Intercepting. Anyway... Anyway, I think we've talked about enough. He has a really good range. It's just he, he doesn't use it in this does. show. No, but that's more because of the restrictions of the character itself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Which, which, if you're looking at like Joel as Jam Crotch, and then you have Tia as Misora, Tia take kind of uses that as an advantage, that restriction, and she brings Misora to life. Joel, on the opposite hand, because of those restrictions, he there's not a lot he can really do. Right. Now, I will say this. He has the skills of Akatsuki from Aesthetic of a Rogue Hero, mm-hmm. but without the borderline rapiness quality. Oh, Jesus. And, 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 and I will agree with you. He is a slightly less... He's a slightly more tolerable Kirito. Right. Like, yeah. I, I at least find him... A little bit more interesting than Kirito, at least with with Jam Crouch, I don't want to beat him up with a baseball bat as badly. Mm-hmm. Like, and at least at least when Jam Crouch gets near other girls, he doesn't make them into he doesn't become harem magnet from yeah. What I instead, understand, like all of the girl characters around him don't lose their personalities. Instead, he's pervert magnet apparently, like mistaken pervert. Like he doesn't mean to be. It just. Wrong, All I know is this. Can we please talk about how, like, yeah, how- this motherfucker gets jam all over his crotch, oh my, th- yeah, and then proceeds to drop trow in the middle of an open part, like an open part, and splotches his pants. No wonder that little blonde, awkward turtle saw his penis. Also, please, the that's a penis gift needs to come back for just that scene. <laughs> I'm like, damn, he is kind of actually packing jam, something Jam in crotch there. doesn't give any fucks. <laughs> None really at all. Doesn't. Jam Crotch is packing exactly zero. Fun. Exactly. <laughs> but in this case, performance-wise, it works. It's 
just for the sake of Joel, because we know he has great range, it's very restricting. It really is. It's like we would love to hear this voice on a character where he could actually do some shit. We want we want Jacuzzi Splot as the main character of this show. <laughs> I would you know we want Jacuzzi. We want Meow as the main character of this show. I wouldn't mind having Brief as the main character of this <laughs> show. Oh fuck. Can, that no, would be like, fantastic. Just, correction, the entire show we're replacing all the girl characters with just other roles Joe McDonald plays. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Joel McDonald's Academy. <laughs> Sky Joel McDonald's. What? Ooh, I would go for a Sky McDonald's right now. You know, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you'd be flying. You'd be flying in your biplane. Like, mm, I could really go for an egg McMuffin because you know they're doing breakfast twenty four hours now. I heard about that. God today. is real. Yes. God is real. And he eats at McDonald's. <laughs> one, of, one of my one of my coworkers mentioned it today. <laughs> I was like, what? That means Man, the only other way that would make God real is if Roland Roaster was in Florida. Well, you know what this means is that we can now eat the, the elusive 1029 sandwich at any point in the day. <laughs> you have not heard of the 1029 sandwich because it is so elusive. The 1029 sandwich is an egg McMuffin with a hamburger patty in it. Okay. Oh my god. Holy shit, I want Yes. <laughs> Have you ever had a McGangbang? I have had a McGangbang. No. I've made them myself, and they are good. Good. Do you know what a Steph, you know what a McGangbang is, right? I know. I don't really. It's I a, don't it's, really it's eat. A chi- it's, I don't eat it's, it's a McChicken much. inside of a McDouble. Oh, oh I've, God. I've done a McOrgy before, before. And that's uh, weird. What the fuck's a McOrgy? My, my stomach hurts just thinking about it. It's a McDouble with both a McChicken and a filet of fish in it. What the Ew, Why would you do that to a McGangbang? That's also called the old McDonald because you eat everything on the farm. <laughs> oh my god! And if We're, and if they're selling Mc, if you're if they're selling a McRib at that time, even better. Oh good McRib with the the new protagonist of the show is a McRib. <laughs> That's my prediction. Is a McRib. There we go. Um, anyway. When do we get to talk about good anime? There again? is there is one character who just recently was announced that you guys all missed. And the Uh-oh. character's name is Real Nua. Who the fuck is that? Fuck is he that? was the guy who got patted down by twin tailed Sundari in episode three. Is it Micah? No. No. Because oh. you oh. didn't watch this episode, oh, Megan. Hold on. I'm thinking. Um Remember, he was blonde-haired, glasses, and yes, Jade's character came and spilled something. Guess where? On his crotch. On his dick. On his crotch. That, and that's another thing I want to bring up. What is this show's fascination with spilling things on people's crotches? Because genitalia fuck is funny. Because <laughs> dick jokes. Genitalia. Because dick jokes. Okay, so... Yeah, you good good time to bring that up. I was try I couldn't figure out who it was. Who is it? That is Chris Guerrero, who if you have really? not if you have not heard of him, he is also known around the Abridger community as what was his name? General Leo? I don't remember. He No, I know he was in another show though. I know he was in something else. I he watched. was He was in um Comic Time Kiss too. He was the Big white hair thing. Big white hair thing. Taking over the Tengu. Chris, no, the, the dick was dicking around with all the Tengu. Yeah, Chris Guerrero is the narrator from Toriko. Uh, he goes, he's like, there is a place hold on, I'm where up. lands of giant tofu roam the earth. The giant to tofu it. mountain. Yeah, Chris Guerrero actually doesn't have a lot of credits to his name. Because he started out as an abridge actor. 
Mm-hmm. He did a lot um, of abridged series. In fact, you know, have, if you've ever watched Team Four Star, the abridged version of the Cooler movie, Cooler's Revenge, mm-hmm. that's the voice of Cooler. He's the one. Oh, he's the one that goes, "Well, somebody better pick up that phone because I can call it." <laughs> oh, by yeah, he is. He is the the guy who was dicking around with all the time. Yatori. Yatori. Um, right. He's also Gecko Moria from One Piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, as you said, Hardy, the narrator from Ter- Toriko. Okay. Mm-hmm. It took me a second. He's all. He's also a bunch of really weird shit in Fairy Tale. Yeah, and he's also a lot of small roles. <laughs> In background characters. Okay. I was like, I couldn't figure out who that was before. The reason nobody was able to guess it is because he wasn't using his trademark Liam Neeson voice. (laughs) Like he usually does. That's very different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, thoughts on the uh, dub overall so far? Why does a a show like this shit have a good cast to it? Uh, Let me... Mm. The cast is good. My thoughts mm-hmm. on the show? <laughs> it's really funny because on Skype, all I hear is Hardy making a fart noise with a goat's picture. <laughs> fart and so goats. I just imagined a goat farting. This is true. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Like the, the dub, for what it is right now, three episodes at least that I've seen, but I'm not watching anymore because I don't like the show at all. For what it is, the dub is pretty solid. Like, there are some where I'm like, this does not work, this person has done better things, but considering there's a lot of stereotypes in this show, and this... considering who's voicing a lot of them, it works. The dub, all things considered. The, the thing is, I wanted to bring this up before we quit, mm-hmm. is that Sky Wizards Academy, on its own, isn't a horrible show. No. It's just that we've seen this all before. That's the problem. It's just the same tropes and cliches mixed in. Because it's, it's, it's nothing new. So it's far. not it's not ultra violent like Gangsta is. It's not super nope. perverted like Prison School is. Nope. It's just It's not it's not high energy like Love OK Battlefront. It's not feel strain like your life April. It, it's this it's it's not it's not deep and philosophical like Death Parade is. Right. And it's It wasn't really And like... it doesn't have a Sniger rifle in it like Sarah <laughs> the End does. Like Sarah. Yeah, because to be fair, it was because yeah, to be fair, the Seraph wasn't very original either, but at least I like the characters yeah. enough and it was just, it just got so ludicrously dumb. It, it did. And also rather gay. <laughs> got, oh, Which is wonderful. I am wonderful. okay with this. It's Fun. okay to be gay. Be gay. <laughs> but or like even with like even like going through the other broadcast subs this season, Tokyo Ghoul, it didn't have the like even then Tokyo Ghoul was also another show that had a lot of philosophy behind it and a lot of things going for it that it talked about. But it's just like even like it's even other shows that got dubs that weren't in the double talk block, like Yon of the Dawn had a lot of good things going for it. Ultimate Attacker Teacher has a lot of good things going for it. Show by Rock had a lot of good things going mm-hmm. for it. It's a, this is, Maria the Virgin Witch had a lot of good things going for it, and I apparently missed that. Yep, yep, train. This is this is just it shows like Absolute Duo and World Break all over again. And both and of those e- shows got to, dubbed. And even to an extent friggin' Sword Art Online. Oh, like, yeah. Again, the, or, the whole Kirito thing. Or Irregular at Magic High School is another yep. big offender. 
It's yep. just, it's not that the show is horrible. It's just we've seen this all before. We're tired of this. Please, why could why this show of the things? Because I know other than Snow White, I would assume is not very double talk friendly. It doesn't really fit the mold of the. It uh, it the doesn't. Block. But I but personally, I would have loved to have had it on there. Something different. It's, at this point, it's one of those things. I'm gonna say really roundly. I wish that Sentai hadn't got the rights to Monster Matsumune. At least Monster Matsumune would have been really funny to see them talk about in the same sense of prison True. school. True. It, it doesn't have it. It also it's not like we haven't all watched a fan servicey harem show before. But it would be fucking hysterical to watch Monster it Matsumune would, in English, honestly. Because I mean, I haven't watched all of it. I, I, but like, I mean, how can you not? <laughs> Morbidly enjoy a show where a man jacks off a snake girl. If you have, if nobody has seen Monster Masamune before, that literally the first five minutes is him jerking off a snake. Essentially, yes. Um, and then a bunch of other shit happens. There's a girl laying an egg and shit. Like, why not do that? Why not get a like? It's just really weird that I know Funimation. It's the age old like, why doesn't Funimation get X license? And I know that they're trying to appeal to everybody, but sometimes it might just be better to skip on the shit and let other companies get it. Well, a lot of that is licensing restrictions and stuff like that. True. A lot yeah. of these shows, they end up in package deals. Like, they might not have wanted to license Skyward. Because I know even God God's Will doesn't like this show. He's the guy who runs the Funimation chat during Double Talk. Yeah. He yeah. makes fun of it. Chad makes fun of it. Lauren is very... My guess is that this was the only way that they got a hold of, like, gangsta in prison school. It might very well be, because it's a Katakawa show. So that yeah, might have might something, something to do with it. I think... Oh, the Katakawa show from last... The last Katakawa show was probably Seraph, and this is how they got Seraph. No, no Seraph was universal. Yeah, Seraph was universal. But, uh -huh. like, but also there's also... what has, what's Yeah, you couldn't tell Seraph is universal with the giant universal logo that appears it's, before... I thought it every... started because I thought the first, two episodes, the first two episodes were Katakara, that's why. No. Yeah, but then... Uh, I no, think so, but no. then after that it was universal. No, 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 no. The first two episodes were Genion. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. But then, like... Who's the other but then... But going with the Katakawa argument... There's fucking Overlord. That would have made a better show to put on Double Talk, for yeah. God's sake. Even the first few episodes, which were painfully boring, it still yeah, gets it still better after. Yeah, it would have been after. a better show. Mm -hmm. And and you know, video Wait, game. It, Seraph at the end was painfully boring for like four episodes. MMO shows are the are the big thing now with shows like Log Horizon and Sao and and even Excel World to an extent and and which, Dot Dot Hack making a comeback. Um, which which. It's about, uh, in terms of that, it took fun of, outside of the Dot Hack series, it took Funimation a long ass time to finally jump on that bandwagon <laughs> with Overlord. <laughs> like, this is the one reason why I'm really hoping that the free dub is, like, super successful, because I really, there's still, I think, as much as I know people around me wouldn't like me saying this, I still do have really high hopes for something like Kirko getting a dub, and I'm hoping that something like free being successful gets me that. I mean, because sports anime is rather tricky, because... Funimation did the, dub the first big season of Big Windup, but that failed like miserably. Failed, but I think that was more of a product of the time because sci-fi shit was really big back when Big Windup came out. Also, because Bamboo Blade came out at the same time, and Bamboo Blade has a really fucking good. Also, dub. Big Windup freaking sucks, and I hate it. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but all I know is that it. I it liked was, it. But all but I, I know think it Ace bombed, of the though. Diamond is a better show, all, all, but that's an. I could argument. not. All I know with Big Windup, it bombed. All I know with. But with Big Windup, I couldn't stand it because the main character went into this stupid-looking fish face every five seconds. <laughs> the 
bird face. The bird face. And I'm the like, bird face. every time he, bird baby. you know, I will say this. I'm as against bullying as they come because I was bullied when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And even I would pick on this kid. Oh, my Aww. God, Bertie. Because he is, uh, he's spineless. He's just wimpy. And I'm just, I'm like, grow a backbone, please. Back to the original point we're making. As much as it's really good that they're broadcast dubbing everything, it's, you could have picked a better show to do I mean, it with and shown your, like, and even, I didn't know how prison school was going to fit into the double talk prison. block. Because I was like, holy shit, how they get pri- away with doing prison school. But I understand that there's an audience for prison school. It's just not Yeah, yeah prison me, school me is, is, is popular. And we went for almost two hours when we recorded it. So I am not going to like editing that. <laughs> this is like almost an hour um, and a half. Especially considering we've made some pretty, you know, amusing jokes. At your Hooray. expense. <laughs> right. Right. But, um, oh, boy. I'm still really surprised you guys never went after me during Show by Rock. Um, but anyway. If honestly, you if you would I'm, like to watch the... Hold on. Okay. Let me get my point across and then we can finish. Yes, ma'am. Honest, honestly, I am happy that Funimation backed off with the broadcast dubs this season. Giving a little bit of a breather. But like Megan said, you could have picked a better show. Like, I was hoping possibly, like, as I said, Overlord, maybe Snow White for something different. And me being the horror mystery fanatic, Rompo Keaton. That would be another one that I would I would nominate for Double Talk, was Rompo Keaton. Yeah. Rompo Keaton probably would have done a really good job, seeing as, like, there's kind of been, like, a grouping theme, I guess. Well, for the Double Talk shows, the, um, yeah. at least it, except for Assassination Classroom, which R- was the R- only two R- Rompo Catan could have easily taken the place of Death Parade. It could have. Well, it's n- honestly, it's not as good as Death Parade. However, I still really like it. Yeah. Um, I would still say this has honestly been the weakest Double Talk block. As of yet, yes. Sky Wizard is bringing it down. Because if you think about it, Everyone loved the first three shows. Everyone mostly loved the second three shows. Well, I, we should say the second two, because technically it's that Asian Classroom. Asian Classroom. Right. And so far, a lot of people love Gangsta. A lot of people, well, some people really, really like, like Prison School. More people like it. No one likes Sky Wizard. No one likes Sky Wizard. And this no. is, you know, because people have major issues with SAO, but it's still popular. People have right. serious issues with school days, but it still has a following. Right. Nobody, nobody likes Sky Wizards. Everyone's a little morbid for one show. Steph likes fucking Diabolic <laughs> I'm god-awful morbid for things like Strike Witches, Seraph, and Dramatical And Order. I like Mad Bull 34 and Apocalypse Zero for all things. Yeah. So. But there's a level of morbid that everyone has to go, yo, not even I'm that. And and I don't hate myself. That. And, I, and I remind you all of this. It's not that Sky Wizards is morbid or horrible. It's just that it's so incredibly generic. It's like, we've seen this already. Because at least with all the other shows I described that we all like, there's something like so absolutely like legitimately horrible about them that you just keep watching to see the and here's the worst part of it for the next season for the fall season Mm -hmm. we have at least three more shows exactly like this 
Oh, fuck. We've got... Please give me Seraph Season 2 on Double oh, Block. More, more I like, needed my gay you meet this shit. Seraph is going to be on Double Talk Block. We already know that's happening. Oh, Regardless. We know God. that's happening. Yeah. Like, it was already on there. People are going to want to see the second season on Double Talk. It's going to happen. Because in general, people actually liked Seraph, and I was very happy. Oh. I mean, I'll admit, Seraph was rather amusing by the end of the first season. But anyway, bottom line, dub... Solid. Show itself. Not so solid. No. <laughs> Show itself. Gas. Yeah. So, anyways, if you are interested in seeing the broadcast dub for Sky Wizards Academy, you can do so Wednesday nights. I believe it is at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the first show among the Double Talk block. You know, to get the shit out of the way. Basically, before you get to the very, very perverted prison school and the very, very violent and awesome gangsta. Um, and no, I keep thinking when you say prison school, I think of Sunny Street saying Coochie. Oh, Lord. And um, the simulcast, I believe, is also on Wednesdays, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it's pro- and you can watch the simulcast for free, except for probably uh, the latest two episodes. Yeah, it's a two-weeker. It's a, it's the, it's a two, it's behind a two-week pay, uh, subscriber paywall. Um, but if you want to watch the broadcast dub, that is fully under Funimation's Elite Subscription paywall. Um, but you can do their 14-day free trial if you so ple- if you so wish to do. Though I would suggest not using it on Sky Wizards Academy. Oh That's no! That's just me. Uh, if you wanted to use the 14-day free trial, I would say use it on Gangsta. Use it on all of Tokyo Ghoul Season Use one. it on Ninja Slayer. Hoi! <laughs> use it on basically anything else but Sky Wizards Academy. And this is just to say, we love all the actors involved in this show. We it's not do. their fault, but no, it's don't it's, watch it's Sky the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, it's, don't support them in other shows. They are. Yes. It's like tr- it's like trying to make a sculpture out of a mountain of feces. <laughs> this isn't even like the dub. We can't even really say it's a shiny turd. It really isn't. It's not. It's just a sh- it's just a turd. It is. I'm sorry. Like I know we said with Sarah that it's the shiny turd. The dub's a shiny turd. That shiny turd actually turned out to be a small diamond though. It it kind of did, but here we can't say that unfortunately. Yeah, this one lacks Micah's earnesty about hijacking the um, No. <laughs> but okay. Um but yeah, you, you, you but yeah, use honestly use the 14-day free trial on something else. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to use my actual subscription to finish season one of Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, I I may try to get a couple episodes of Overlord in before going to bed. And I'm going to go watch more School Days because I hate you, Lilac. (laughs) I got through Wannabe the Strongest. You have the whole of your end of the deal. I enjoyed Wannabe the Strongest for the parts I've seen, believe it or not. Well... Haha, <laughs> I love because, watching you two beat the shit out of each other with shitty anime. Yes. Oh, but I have come across something else I can torture with you, torture you with, uh, for... Who, me or Steph? For Steph. Oh, wonderful, I could, so have I. Ah, uh, I'm going to keep it a secret for now. You forget, I was possibly going to get you to watch Brothers Conflict, which I could still fling at you. And I'm still trying to figure out... Oh, I think both of you should still watch Dimdo. And but... I'm, I'm still trying to figure out a way for you to watch Loveless, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Even though that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Trying just, to figure it out. You do know I have the anime ski just, show on DVD, Just remember, right? Stephanie, payback is a biatch. I know it is. Isn't yeah. it? And Karma is a redhead. 
<laughs> anyway, I think that's enough for us. This this episode, not sure if it's better or worse than Seraph. There was no Teletubby and Lube involved, so it's not as Damn good. Damn it, that's right. And, and no Master no... Keaton. Aww. <laughs> You're, uh, and you we know, already talked about the goats, so that's been covered. Uh, <laughs> we, I wasn't the one who brought up Tokyo Ghoul for once. <laughs> well. <laughs> that was your fault this time. Don't even fight Look, me on that I one. only brought it up because, you know, credits for actors. Monica. So, anyways. <laughs> I think we're done. We're yep. done with the show. Thank God. May it live on in the pits of a trash Never can. again. That's on fire. <laughs> um, hopefully the next episode of Dub Talk you get to hear. Well, I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately. Um, girls night. Girls night. It is a girls, girls night. Because we've had a bunch of guys nights. We haven't had a girls night yet. And um, we're going to be having some fun with a our first actual dub review uh, for Diabolic Lovers, actually. Hardy, pray for me. <laughs> oh, God can't save you now. <laughs> he tried. You volunteered. But he didn't. You volunteered. I volunteered for this. <laughs> you get no room to complain if you volunteered. Um, so I'm just going to be sitting on the guidelines with a bucket of popcorn going. <laughs> do you just want to come in to listen to this, don't you? Honestly, I kind of do. <laughs> You'll you'll hear it. Eventually. Can Hardy be can Hardy be a girl for a night? No, no, I'm good. No, I haven't even watched the show. He he already has school days. Let's not torment him anymore for now. Um, no more shitty visual. No more shitty visual Otome games for Hardy. <laughs> I never got any to start with. Thank God. <laughs> so anyway, uh, as we're trying, attempting to finish the episode, but derailing all the time. Get on with it. <laughs> Get on with it. Just, get, just don't even, just don't even, like... Get on with it! For that part, just get get the clip, the get on with it clip from Honey Python. Get on with it! I may have to do that. So, anyway, <laughs> Fuck Sky Wizards Academy, it's a very generic show, go watch something else. Okay, bye! Bye. do 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 do